0: Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. Uh, y'all, they beat Death. The party destroyed the Black Gate, severing Death's connection to the mortal plane and instantly disintegrating all of the agents of Death. Uh, now what? You are all standing in the Valley of Death, where you have completed your fairly onerous task. Without
1: a scratch! Mm-hmm. Completely ah. fine! Ah.
0: <laughs> I think it's probably starting to dawn on you that you have no idea what happens now. You can see reemerging are those spectral figures who were guiding the damned souls through the Black Gate You can see them re-emerging and almost looking for a manager. They have no idea what to do now. That flow of traffic that was walking through the Black Gate has stopped and has started pooling up, and what was once a straight line of people filing through the Black Gate is now just like a messy sort of uh, game of snake. They
2: have no idea where to go. The gate's gone. Are we going to create like a ghostly population crisis? Yep. Oh my god, we'll reach a point of capacity where there's just no haunting space. <laughs>
3: yeah. So, uh, now what?
4: Now we go to Molten Gorge,
3: I think. And leave these people alone? Mm.
1: I do feel kind of responsible for them. <sighs> True.
2: Oh, I've, I've still got, um, Benedict on, this kinda seems like the perfect-ish place to put a big ol' ghost zone and I mean like they're already pretty good at it, like they've designed it by committee before.
1: I mean you're right, they they did it once, right? And you guys helped, yeah? Oh my god. Plenty. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I pull Lenny out of my bag.
0: Is he screaming? I think now that the gate is destroyed, there's more of a whimpering.
1: Oh. Do you want this back, Jolene? I don't know how to deal with this. You think I do? Am um, I, Lenny? What do I do? What is my purpose? Oh. I, like, put Lenny near Benedict. Is that, is that better?
0: <laughs> how much damage do I deal?
1: Oh, oh no! no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where am I?
1: Where's North? I pointed towards <laughs> the, the corpse of the black gate.
0: Where's North?
1: Oh boy! Am I Lenny? Oh boy!
0: Okay, just give me the give me the weapons, please.
2: I shove it at Gamora. please take it, take it. Thank you.
4: Patsy Lenny.
2: Uh you mean Benedict?
4: That one. Yes. Sorry.
2: Nah, it's all good. Lenny and Benny are pretty similars. It's been a long day. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Cremora will put Lenny down and have to hold, because she has to hold Benedict with both hands. Can she even lift Benedict? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, okay,
1: okay, this was a bad idea. This was a mistake. Okay. Nim like puts one finger on the sword to steady it. (laughs) It works.
4: (laughs) Okay, that's better. Probably still needs to put it down. Okay, that's fine. Then put them down next to each other. And I think just sit. Cross-legged in front of both of them, reaching out into the power that is trapped in Cromora's soul and out towards the flow of souls.
0: And I'm going to try and do a ritual. Ooh-hoo-hoo. So what exactly do you want from this ritual?
4: To create an ever-expanding ghost zone, per the one that we were in before. Mm-hmm. I want to redirect the flow of souls away from the Black Gate and into the new ghost zone.
0: Is this something you could do now, or is this something you would have to come back and do later? I mean, if if you want to say this is something we do later, like, that's that's completely fine.
2: Well, what we could essentially do is re-establish the ghost zone place the way it was before, and that can just be something feasible in the now.
1: Like a pocket for the ghosts that are already there. Yep. Like a band-aid over something that needs stitches.
2: <laughs>
0: yes. So... The ritual you're asking for, Cremora, is not just a ritual, it is a monumental shift in the paradigms of the land of the mortal folk. A great wizard such as yourself, being a level 11 and change wizard, could accomplish this, but it could take a very long time and some very rare components and a lot of research and exploration into how to do it. So certainly this is something you're going to have to dedicate yourself to in the long term, if, if that's something you want to accomplish. Mm. For now, though, I think that you have the power and the components here to really in probably about a day be able to reopen like a ghost zone using Benedict and using Lanny uh, and at least come up with like a temporary housing solution for the souls that are already here and it's, it's not going to be perfect it's going to get kind of crowded very quickly and um there's probably a bit of anarchy will still be happening in it but it will be better than all these people in chains pulling up in the valley of death
1: okay
4: so actually thinking about it i don't think creating an entirely new self-sustaining ever expanding ghost zone is really feasible in the time that we have or with the resources i have but I could potentially reopen the ghost zone that we were trapped in just now. And that, well, I mean, it'll have to do for now, I suppose.
2: Man, imagine how much it sucks to be the last soul that went through the gate in servitude of a now pissed off death. And then how everyone else sort of has this like refugee situation where like things are going to be a bit better.
1: <sighs> yeah, that sucks for them. But also, where are they?
2: Where, where's who?
1: The ones that went through the gate.
2: Oh, then the other side still exists. Does it? Yeah.
4: We closed the door. We didn't destroy the room on the other side. Hmm.
0: Didn't we? I guess that's a mystery for another time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What about those guys? And I point at the guards. The guards? The spectral guards.
4: Once I've established the ghost zone, I'll have a chat. I'll see if they want to be, I don't know, civil servants or something.
1: That makes sense. You don't think they're angry? They don't look very angry? They just look confused. You like looking now, and you
0: can see that they've kind of almost split into groups. Some seem to just be getting more fiercely trying to get the people here into line, whereas another one seems to be smoking, and just totally off to the side as if this is the first break they've had in
2: millennia. Hey, Betsy. Yeah?
3: Do you want to go see what the guy's smoking?
2: Oh, uh, sure. I- if ghost weed is a thing. <laughs> okay, you
0: go up to the ghost. They're very, very tall, and they're in this, like, fine armor, and they seem to have something rolled up. It looks kind of like tobacco.
2: But they're a fucking ghost. (laughs) We didn't really think this through, now did we?
3: Mm. Do we ever think anything through?
2: Can they hear us, or do we need to, like, try and do some sign language? Like puff puff give. (laughs) We can try that. Conducive to a podcast now comes... The charades section of Queer (laughs) Dungeoneers. You
0: mind the action of raising something to your mouth and then blowing air from your mouth and then passing it on. Mm -hmm. And the ghost looks right past you. They're just enjoying their cigarette break. They can't see you. Give them a break.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. This seems really important. We should stop Cromora from whatever she's doing and get her to contact this spirit. (laughs) I think we need this just as much as they do. (laughs) You've already had weed today. (laughs) I kind of got out of, like, an eternity-long servitude. I need this.
3: (laughs) As, like, Patsy is kind of looking back and forth between the ghost and Cremora, every time he looks around, Jolene's doing something slightly different like, waving in front of the, the ghost's face and then trying to see if it sticks it into his body <laughs> and then seeing whether or not she can pick his pockets.
0: You cannot pick his pockets, but you can, like, stand inside him and then stand on your tippy toes and then pretend that you're smoking.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, I can, like, fly back to the house. So what do we need from the house?
4: I'll go and collect the things. It'll be much easier if I just... Because I know what I'm looking for.
1: Okay. I guess I'll stay here. Do you want company? No, it's-, it's- Kamora. I don't know what to do.
4: Honestly, I don't either. I'm just sort of making it up as so I go
1: along. Look, I'll come with you. I'll see if there's anything else in the house so we can split up. These two can continue doing whatever they're doing. Look over at Jolene <laughs> pretending to smoke inside the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going back to the house. Do you want anything?
3: I kind of want to do some more exploring inside that house, so I'll come with you.
2: Okay. I'm wondering whether or not I should go near any reflective surfaces and just see if I have like a missed call.
1: <laughs> Do you want to talk to Barrymore? I mean... I don't know.
2: It's like, it could go either way. It could be really like, bazinga, I pulled something fast on you and then I'd just go back. So I, I don't exactly know.
3: Well, if that's the case, why would you want to go talk to him in the first place?
2: Yeah, but also, like, it might be one of those things where, like, the whole freedom and activation from that doesn't really happen until I prompt that conversation. Like, I finish the quest, but the quest reward is just waiting there.
1: You stay here and nap. We'll go back to the house. We'll look in a mirror, we'll see if we can talk to Barry, because I'm sure he's got some stuff to say to everyone, not just to you. And then we can relay a message.
3: Why don't you go just sit next to the guy who's uh, taking a smoke break?
2: Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll try to have an in-depth conversation.
1: To the house!
2: <laughs> so Jolene, Kramora,
0: and Nim all go back to the house to do their various biddings. Patsy, you kind of recline next to this guard who's been smoking and you're watching the smoke come out of his cigarette and then he takes a long puff. (laughs) The smoke twists and shapes into into a familiar form. Patsy! Oh. I wanted to catch you alone, uh, so we can, uh, really hash out what's gonna happen here. Right. It seems that your contract is complete, which, uh, I'm pretty chuffed about. Uh, which means that your fate hangs in the balance now, and, um... Look, I'm gonna be frank
2: with you, Patsy. I don't really give a shit. What do you want? Uh, what-what do do you mean? What-what do I want? Well, you're freed from my service. Do you want to live? Or do you want to move on finally? Um... That is a weird one. That is a toughie. Let's see. What would someone else do? Of course I want to fucking live. I just spent, like... I don't know. I literally just can't know that's how long eternity is. In hell or whatever playhouse you calls it. And now I'm free from this Bullshit. I'm handing in my resignation. I quit. I quit on your bullshit, and I'm gonna live a humble, wholesome life. I'm
0: sorry. It felt like hell. I wasn't trying to torture you or anything. Just
2: preserve you. What? I'm sorry that it was such torture. That's not what petrified means. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, it's it's really hard to to keep souls intact for a long time, uh, especially with the whole barrier thing going on, you know. What you call hell, that's just- that's just where I keep the souls. They only age so well. I- I mean, for you, I- I had to patch you up a bit. You know,
2: jam a few together. What? So I'm, like, multiple peoples? Wait, I mean, you didn't realise- I knew things didn't really make sense, but I thought you were just like took one person who didn't know what the fuck was going on and then just was like, Um, you like pine, and then I just went from there like creative license i mean uh your your biggest part was Patsonius, oh, there was actually someone named Patsonius,
0: yes, yeah, 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 that's the biggest part, but uh, I had to cram in a few other people I claimed during that war you were part of. You know, I wanted to get people who are similar enough to you. I know you liked to gamble every so often, so there was someone who gave up their soul to pay off a gambling debt near you. I think their name was Grog. Grog, okay. So you got a bit of Grog in you. Uh, A little bit of a... Just a lot of... Like, a lot of little bits of of people. You know, you you were the most kind of coherent one left. Oh, wow. And I just had to kind of cram the rest in there. I'm sorry, I really thought that, uh... I mean... You really thought
2: you were a person? I don't really know. It's... This is kind of all new. You just sort of gave me that 23 me results right here and there.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Look, I can see why that would feel like hell.
0: I mean, probably the splicing you together didn't help. That torture you
2: remember? Um, Yeah, I didn't do that. Oh, so, so... The entire theological position of that afterlife was just based on conscious surgery of souls. Yeah, I mean,
0: souls tend to degrade, and uh, I need you in, uh, in good shape if I'm going to use you for anything. Hey, you worked out pretty well. You know, you're the first one I've done that hasn't just screamed
2: a lot.
1: <laughs>
2: that is true. Though, it's, I've seen horrors worse than that experience. So much blanket. (laughs) I don't think I'll be able to sleep in a bed for a while. Okay, sounds like there's still some glitches, because whatever you're describing can't possibly be real. (laughs) God,
0: I hope not. So you're sure you want to live? I mean, as long as you're Patsy, then all those people that are a part of you are kind of held up. I mean, to be fair, most of them
2: aren't really people anymore. They're just like... So what you're saying is when I die, they will all dissociate and the consciousness that is currently me will cease to exist? Mostly, yeah. Okay, then I am definitely gonna live. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrifying. That's a terrifying position in a world that previously had a pretty cemented and truthful afterlife and a mortal sort of existence of a soul. That's a lot to take in as an individual. I mean, I guess this is a particularly bad time to die in terms of times. Yeah. Just kind of gestures to what's going on. (laughs) It's kind of a mess. Lichdom is sounding pretty good right now. Lichdom. Uh... I'm gonna be honest, I don't really need anything else, so I'm not really feeling like giving away lichdom, I mean- Oh, no, 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 it's, um, I finally got out of that lock-in contract I know better than go back in. (gasps) I think that'll be, like, a personal project, like, you know, like, uh, like when someone builds a barn, but just trying desperately to stop the dissociation of my clearly less-than-mortal soul. I'm glad we had this chat. Yeah. Man, I'm I'm gonna become the equivalent of a hypochondriac right now. It's uh <laughs> Oh man. I really gotta tread carefully. Well, on to the end of the world then.
0: <laughs> Alright I-, I wanna talk to the others now as well. Um so can you
2: just pick up the cigar out of this person's hands? Uh I'll try to, and I'll pantomime grabbing the cigar.
0: Yeah, it comes back with you in your hand. Oh. And Baramos kind of hovers above it. Oh, that's cool. I'm just going to give the middle finger to that and then... <laughs> I think that the, this is the first time the ghost reacts, so they're just like, wait, what? And then they, like, <laughs> just pull out a new cigar, light it. All
2: oh right, let's roll. I'll, I'll head to the house.
1: To the house! Cut to the house when Nim is just tapping on a mirror. Why isn't he answering? <laughs> <laughs> so
0: Nim's just checking every reflective surface.
1: I'm just calling out to the others, any luck? No, but I did find some underwear. That's nice.
3: Is it nice underwear? Not really. Okay, I'm going to
1: keep looking for Barry.
0: Cremora, you pretty much know where to go to find these arcane supplies. On your way, you know it's somewhere in the basement, so you're searching around there. And I think at this point, you're looking around the other hallways, you find some large tanks, each of them having like a layer of awful dust mixed into the water, making it all murky. Ugh. And you think that if you'd come in earlier, there probably would have been deaths still forming in these tanks. Uh, but now there's just murky yuckiness.
1: <laughs>
4: yeah. I'll scoop out some of the goopy muckiness because it's probably a useful spell component. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right you can have as much as you want yay now jolene what were you trying to accomplish
3: she's just gonna look for anything valuable honestly
0: you know what i think we can fit one last magical artifact into this game we're gonna create this collaboratively Ursula, Mm-hmm. what type of item is it like what physical shape does it take
1: I want to say an orb. (laughs) Because I know Jolene can't resist orbs. Jared.
0: Yep. What fantastical power does this orb have? It is unbreakable. (laughs) An unbreakable orb. Cremora, what hidden depths does this orb contain that we do not yet know of? Um... It is
4: an unbreakable orb, but also kind of an unstoppable orb as well, because if you throw it, it just kind of keeps it going.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So it's an orb of inertia. It loses zero momentum as it keeps going. And Jolene, what unexpected drawback does this orb have?
3: It always returns to my hand.
2: That's not a drawback. Yes, it is. (laughs) Because it can't be stopped.
3: So if it's thrown, it will always return back to Jolly. With the same force that she
0: threw it. All right, so you find an unbreakable orb of boomerang inertia. It's like kind of a deep black orb and quite heavy, I would say. And it's about the size of a medium orb. I think it's probably about now that Patsy comes in with
2: a cigar.
3: Oh, hey, you managed to get one from the guy.
2: Yeah, uh, that's the good news.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's the bad news?
0: Um. Oh, he's just upset because he's a paper mache. Ah. Hey, hey, Grimora, sick orb, can I hop in that for now? No. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and he appears in your orb. <laughs>
1: I kind of stand slightly, like, not fully in front of Patsy, but like just slightly, like vaguely, protectively Baramas. Good job, y'all. Thank you. I'm gonna
3: throw the orb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where are you throwing the orb?
3: Out the window.
2: Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> she catches it. No, you cannot catch that orb, Jolene. Are you sure you want to try to catch it? You could die. I'm going to catch it. All right, deal your volley damage to yourself, you dang idiot. Oh, my God. Are you sure you want to catch this
3: orb? Wait, how many hit points do I have? <laughs> Not enough.
0: <laughs> you would literally be at the risk of dying.
3: But it'd be so funny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, deal one D eight plus two damage to yourself.
1: Um I roll the seven. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> how much no, how no, how much armor does yeah, Jolene have? Yeah, Jolene has Oh
3: yeah. I have two armor, yeah. Oh, oh
2: my Jaleen.
3: god. <laughs>
0: All right, Jolene, you chuck this orb out the window and it comes back at you with incredible speed, which you're not expecting. You try to catch it, but it is an orb of inertia. You are bowled over and you hit the ground with a solid thud.
2: Good God, you nearly die.
1: (laughs) Holy shit, Jolene! (laughs) I pick up the orb. Brahmos, what the fuck did you do? What do you
0: mean? I was just talking, and then Kremora threw me.
1: Ow! I, like, uh, pass her the nearest piece of cloth to stem the bleeding. <laughs> I'm okay. And she resets her nose
3: with a loud crack.
1: Oh. Oh.
2: Oh. <laughs> All
1: right, well, I was
0: going to say well done. Uh, I'm not so sure I will now. <laughs> but Kremora, two, and Nime, your contract is complete.
4: <sighs> good. Well, that's good.
0: I mean, it's pretty good for me. I got what I wanted out of it. I didn't really need your souls. I just don't think they'd blend well with others.
1: Yeah, um, what's all this paper mache blending business?
0: Ah, it doesn't matter.
1: I mean, I
4: think it does matter a little bit, Baramos. It's just demon business. It sounds kind
1: of important.
4: Just demon business. Hashtag just demon things. No, you're going to fucking explain it right now.
0: You know when you're making yourself a coffee and you finish one jar of coffee, but it's only like half a teaspoon of coffee? And so you get out a second jar of coffee and use a little bit from that jar. Yeah, that's what Patsy is.
1: I, like, look over a Patsy?
2: <laughs> what? I don't know how I could have explained it clearer. I am essentially a stew. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a Patsy stew?
2: Patsy stew. Uh, if I die... All the souls that are uh, carefully stitched together. Not carefully, oh my god, never carefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, it'd be like opening one of those, like, tubes of snakes. You know, those ones you use for, like, the Pine Surprise Festival. I don't know if that's an actual thing anymore, it's hard for me to tell. I just have this backlog of referential humor that I don't think makes sense.
3: Even if we die or whatever, as if that's going to happen...
2: Well, Jolene, there's a bit of brain on your
3: shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, Paramos. (laughs) What I mean is that you're still you, and you're the same you that we know. So, even if your soul purees itself and disappears once you die...
2: It's more like if you had a cake... And then after you ate the cake, all the ingredients separated and you just like spewed out individual eggs and amounts of cream and sugar. I don't understand why this is such a big deal. (laughs) Um, it is from like, uh, just the how I exist and how I'm sort of going to interact with mortality right now. Yeah,
0: but
1: you're not even a person who cares. Okay, you get troublesome. I'm going to grab the next nearest piece of cloth and put it over the orb. Just shut up for a second. Yeah. Patsy, Jolene's right.
2: I'm just thinking how sort of I'm going to go about these next coming years. Who knows? Maybe there's some form of uh, semi-ethical lichdom. I don't know if anyone has ever looked into that.
4: Uh. Well, it's funny you shouldn't mention that, Patsy. Hang on. I think I still... Oh, uh, you know, putting papers in satchels. Oh no, that there, Okay, there's page four. <laughs> oh, there's the rest of it. Okay, wonderful. There, you, there you go, Patsy.
2: This seems to look like a very complex thesis article, and I am entirely new to the topic. You just hear a muffled voice say, "It basically just says to summon me." Ah.
4: Yes. Sorry, I kind of forgot that it was predicated on. Here, I'll I'll take that back. Actually, I'll just I'll just throw it off my shoulder. <laughs>
1: Patsy, if it makes you feel any better, we kind of just fucked up the whole concept of death anyway. No one knows what comes after now. I mean, we're going to make a temporary ghost zone pocket, but we don't know what's going to happen after that. And I don't want to, you know, diminish the fact that you've just found out a very big piece of information about your existence and that must be really overwhelming and stuff, but no one knows anymore. And maybe that's a good thing. And like Jolene said, it doesn't matter whether you're bits and pieces of souls from other people. You're whole to us. This is Patsy. And you've looked after us.
2: That genuinely does mean a lot to all of me.
3: Oh I'm gonna throw you again, Baramos. Please don't
4: Okay, I'm gonna go and Uh Okay, sorry, um just got slightly lightheaded from Blood Loss, um I'm going to go and sort out the temporary ghost zone, um, thing.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Cromora. We're all fucking nearly dead. Jolene just brained herself. Uh. You've been bleeding out for the last half an hour. I would have died if it wasn't for the two health potions, and Patsy just learned his entire existence has been, not a lie, but, you know, kind of bigger in scope than than he anticipated. Maybe we should just sleep tonight, create the ghost zone tomorrow. Yeah, um...
4: I think, actually, that's probably... I think Cremora just passes out.
0: <laughs> You'll wake up in the morning feeling, feeling
1: like... pretty shitty.
0: <laughs> so, Cremora, once you kind of are ready, I don't know, probably at like midday... Yes. You worm out of bed.
4: Then go out and start
0: reactivating the ghost zone. It's just a lot of drawing. Yeah. A lot of drawing glyphs. There's just like rambunctious ghost activity around you the whole time. They're watching the politics of what's happening with all of these people who were waiting to get in. Like some of the guards are are just like, I don't know, I give up and letting the people out of their chains while other ones are going back through and (laughs) rechaining the spirits. It's it's a weird time. It's got a weird energy.
4: I try and keep a note of the guards who are just sort
0: of letting everyone out and hanging out and the ones that are actually uh, locking people back up. I guess that would take you to midday the next day to get that done. So, does anyone else do anything in that day, or is it just a lot of moaning and rolling around (laughs) and sleeping?
1: Yeah, sleeping, cooking, sleeping again. I think at some point, Nim goes outside to where Loxod died and just, like, say a little rite of passage, just like, Thank you, elephant man. You sucked, but we used you, so... Thanks. It's like
0: the most awkward funeral. (laughs) I feel a little bad. Patsy, do you get up to much in your first day knowing
2: about the weight of your mortality? So at uh, 8 o'clock, I'm going to mope. AM or PM? I tell you what, it's in 12-hour shifts, so we'll start with (laughs) (laughs) the 8 o'clock moping, 9 o'clock, weep softly, 10 o'clock... Calisthenics, I've got to keep this body in shape now that I know it's the only things I got. Eleven, uh, a nice hearty brunch. And twelve o'clock, moping but while crying. It's a full day. <laughs> <laughs> I think
0: that you get in three shifts, Patsy, and you're just in your third shift of moping while crying when Cremora finishes her ritual. What does that look like, Cremora?
4: It looks very similar to the ghost zone on the ship. You know, it's a, a series of sort of abstract symbols that all come together to form a portal that then manifests and opens up and the ghosts just start getting funneled in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you think it's optional or do you think that they just like get vacuumed up?
4: I mean, it was going to be optional, but I kind of like the idea of it. Just just Cremora walking around with a big hoover. (laughs) Come on, in you come.
0: Get in the hole. Oh, I love the new Luigi's Mansion. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so you kind of hold the sword and the dagger up, and in the intersection, spirits just keep getting pulled in. Yep, come on, in you come. And then once you're done, you plant them back into the ground just under where the gate is, and make that the the permanent portal. I'm going to stick my head in the ghost zone very briefly. It looks in formation a lot like the previous ghost zone. No water, luckily, (laughs) running into it. When you get there, it feels quite empty until you look over to the town hall, where there's a huge, bustling crowd. And as you get closer, you can see everyone is waiting in line to make complaints, waiting in line <laughs> to issue what they want from their thing. There's a lot of people filling out paperwork describing their, their ideal homes. So there's kind of an administrative nightmare afoot.
4: I'll go around and I'll talk to the winged guards who I saw being chill, and just kind of explain the situation to them ask politely if they'd mind
0: awfully uh, helping out. Uh, I mean, I've been a guard for, like, a long, long time, and I'm very tired of it.
4: Well, I mean, obviously, if you don't want to help, I completely understand, um, and there's no pressure to do, but this isn't really a guard position. It's more more clerical than that, Mm. in the administrative sense, not the magic-y sense.
0: Oh, God, my last boss was a cleric. Yeah,
4: I know. Um... (sighs) I mean, I just need people who are kind of familiar with the flow, really.
0: Okay, how about this? I'll do it for like a week and then I get to retire.
4: Absolutely, 100%. This is a temporary solution. Fine, okay, okay. Thank you so much. You're doing us all a great service. Yeah, I am. And again, we will come back and we will set up something more permanent once we've saved the world again.
0: I don't know what you're up to, but you killed my boss, so you're all right with me. <laughs>
4: And there's absolutely no hard feelings for the time one of you chained me up and, and marched me down the valley of death.
0: Look, I, I couldn't remember that. We handle a lot of people, as you can see. Yeah, no,
4: no. No hard feelings.
0: Okay, you're kind of making it sound like you've got some hard feelings here. Well,
4: I mean, it's hard for me not to have any hard feelings about the fact that... Anyway, not your fault. Um, okay, I'll leave you all to it. If there's any problems, um, again, I'll be saving the world, so I'm sort of out of office um, for a while.
0: So wait, you're just abandoning us?
4: No, no, no. It's a, I'm, I'm trusting in you and your, and your compatriots' abilities uh, and your, your long experience. Okay.
0: And you come back out.
4: Wonderful. Everything's going as well as you can expect for an enormous number of souls being funneled into a temporary ghost zone.
1: That's excellent. So, Jolene seems fine. Patsy, less so. Well,
4: I'm not really qualified to help Patsy, but I am qualified to take a look at the glyph room to see if we can get back to Molten Gorge. So, I'm going to go and do that.
3: In the meantime, Jolene is going to go up to the first aid slash apothecary area and start tinkering with whatever she can find.
0: So, Jolene, while you are in the apothecary, you find a few things. You find a recipe for healing potions. It's really funny because there's healing potions all over the place, but you've never really known how to make them. And now you've got the recipe. It's kind of advanced. You feel like if you'd gotten this recipe when you first started on your adventure, you wouldn't have been able to do it. But now you've had so many experiences with so many different ingredients you feel like it'll be a cinch to make yourself some healing potions. Now, you do need to be able to harvest the ingredients. I'd say here there's enough ingredients to make three more healing potions. Now, the other thing you find is some notes on the potential applications of lich dust. So it seems that the agents of death had actually been experimenting on their own lich dust. Mm Mm-hmm and they found that it had certain properties in regards to affecting souls in different ways, extracting them from bodies or imbuing them into bodies, but their research was incomplete, and you think that this would take more time to uncover.
3: Alright, I'm going to gather up all of the notes that they made on the Lich Dust, I'm gonna collect what they have of Lich Dust, and go down to the place where we found the lich pods with the lich goop and save some of that.
0: Okay, you've got a lot of dust and some goop and some notes. So, Krimura, you go back into the glyph room. And honestly, you've just been working with glyphs, and you've got all this and power, and there's also, like, all this power of souls nearby. It's like, you're a place of power, and nearby is a place of power, and the souls are a place of power. You've got, like, a lot of places of power going on here. You think it'd be pretty trivial for you to fix up this teleportation glyph and get it working so that you'll be able to get to Molten Gorge with you and your friends. You don't think that that would take long at all. Okay.
4: Cracks knuckles, little arcs of lightning between the fingers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you fix up the glyph, and it's ready to be triggered.
4: Final check round, to make sure everything's in order.
3: I think um, Jolene will write a little letter to uh, Leonard and Benedict, uh, just saying, you know, sorry for all of the shit that you got put through, and hope everything works out for you. And she just tosses it into the portal. Into the (laughs) portal. maybe like making
0: it a little paper airplane and shoot it through the (laughs) portal. Yeah, 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 she does that. Once all your business is done, you gather in the basement in front of the glyph. I don't think any of you have ever really like teleported like this before. So there's a bit of anxiety about it. You've heard of people like, you know, their upsies end up in a different place for their downsies and stuff like that. But you're sure that it'll be fine for you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's gone wrong for us so far.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Kimora, you put your hand on the cliff. You say the magic word, which is...
4: Molten Gorge.
0: You will disappear in a flash. It's kind of dizzying to just suddenly be in a different space. You're in a different room, actually. And where you reappear... Nime, uh, you faintly recognise this style of room. You've seen it before. You think this must be one of the rooms of the messenger. And as you all come to, you realise that you're surrounded by people who are all looking... Quite bewildered. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Shout out to our newest patron, Diana. You put the fun in fundraising. Till next time. Bye!
2: Miami, Florida. In a 1995 Toyota Camry sit Miami girl Adnama.
1: Like, I don't even know what to say right now because, like, literally, like, I literally, like, I don't have a, like, I can't...
2: Snowbird
0: David Feinstein. It's those damn Republicans. Is it Marco Rubio? Is that the
2: answer? Uh, (laughs) Central Floridian and conspiracy theorist Cletus. Obama is a lizard. We know this. And his pet gator, Steve.
0: Sensei, can they understand me?
2: Outside, you look up onto the roof of the restroom building and see the Florida man dancing in a circle, chanting, Croqueta, 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 and doing a little snorts of bath salt off his forearm in between. So he goes, Croqueta, 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 croqueta. Hear their tale in Dungeons & Drimdus, available wherever podcasts are found.
0: really funny if jolene had died and just ghosted and then we had ghost jolene for the rest of the game. <laughs> i do like
4: thematically that the only thing that can kill jolene is herself <laughs> <laughs>